0: service with Laura Fox on 2FM.
1: That sentence took me a moment to get out of my mouth. Hello, Ellen Leonard. Good morning. How are
0: you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Fresh as a Daisy. Yeah, you look it so you two. Nice you. Put together this morning. Thank you. I'm fighting fighting fightin the rain with my bright orange on. Yeah. It's not taking me down. It's you're like a little glow, aren't you? Like, <laughs> wear bright colours. Go away from me. Um, come here and tell me what kind of stories have we got for Sunday service today. Great week this week again. Feel like we're spoiled. We are. It's lovely. Um, we I love this one. I'll be very disappointed if you don't want to do this. Adam Sandler being a sweetheart to Jennifer Aniston. I will take this. I will take it ten times over. Excellent. Will Ferrell is in town. He's out for dinner. As much as I love Will Ferrell
1: and we were actually talking about him yesterday with Mairead Ronan in Roulette. It was her most embarrassing moment story. He read her diary before.
0: Stop. Uh, That is the story though. No. He he was knocking around Dublin. He was. I don't (laughs) think he got a pie in the face and that was pretty much it. Um, Gordon Ramsay refuses to spoil his kids. Yes. Yeah. Hard yes. Let's Anything talk about Gordon Ramsey has to be a yes. Um, John Fury, a brawl at the latest press conference. Is that not gonna know kind of what you? those things
1: are supposed to be. No.
0: Okay, fair enough. Um, Kevin Hart. He's put himself in a wheelchair. Hard yes. Yay! Hard, yes. Okay, excellent. And then last one now, which I this is I always save the last one for you. I don't feel like you've a choice, but there there's a Fest 2.0. There isn't. There is. There couldn't be. Yeah. You're joking. No. Oh god. Yeah, we have to talk about that. <laughs> excellent. Okay, let's kick it off with some good news today. Give me the Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston okay, story. Okay, this is just a lo- lovely way to start your Sunday morning. So, obviously Adam Sandler, lovely guy. We've always liked him. He's never been caught up in anything, you know, unproblematic. Game. Yeah, totally. Just exactly as you expect him to be. But now he's just even nicer because he sends Jennifer Aniston flowers every Mother's Day due to her issues getting pregnant. So, Jennifer Aniston came out, I think it was in the last year or two, and did a big interview with the Wall Street Journal. Um, And she basically opened up about her issues with fertility. And she, it was actually December last year, and she was like, I've tried and I've tried, and I can take some comfort in knowing that I've done everything I can and it's not meant to be for me and I wouldn't be who I am today if it wasn't for all these struggles Um, which is a great way for her to look at it she's obviously been through so much heartache but Adam Sandler and his wife every Mother's Day because he's the best pal anyone could ask for sends her flowers so she knows that she's important today as well and I just so thought sweet. that was the nicest story and obviously they're in Murder Mystery 1 and 2 which I loved on Netflix and you can tell when they they're, they just act like the best of pals on screen. Um, but I think it just ties into that whole conversation as well about, like, that she felt the need that she even had to come out and talk about that. Well, let's be honest, point.
1: when you think of Jennifer Aniston, you think of the the press narrative for years that Brad Pitt left her Mm -hmm. and started a family with Angelina Jolie and then she never got that chance and it was always a speculation whenever she got into a relationship with somebody else will she have a baby won't she have a baby is she pregnant is she trying is she I mean there was the rumours of her going for adoption there was rumours of her getting help Mm -hmm. the entire time I just think look anyone who has been through like any issues with fertility at all know how heart wrenching it is Yeah, but also to have an entire conversation happening around you on top of everything, it's just—it's just—it's so heartbreaking. It's like, and we're so gone past. Well, I thought we were anyway, gone past the point of speculating. Yeah, and, and asking. don't even go there unless you're told. But people still do. People mm-hmm. will still ask the question of, you know, oh, any, any plans? Any plans? You know, any plans for a baby? It's time for you? for you now to be. And to it's just—it's all, yeah. all that And you just look. Whether it's people's choice to have children or not have children, that's a separate issue. But you just don't know what somebody could be going through in that current moment. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody can agree on that. I don't think that that's too woke for anybody to actually agree on.
0: It is one of those things. And like that, she was like, it wasn't for a lack of trying. Like, I did the Chinese teas. I did the IVF. I did everything. Now, leave me alone. So we could all just take a page out of Adam Sandler's book and be a little more kind. Well, it's a sweet gesture. Yeah. So this is what we're taking from it is just that sweet
1: gesture. And we love that on a Sunday morning. Okay, our next story today. What are we talking about?
0: Oh, I think I know this. Are we going to get let's get straight into Kevin Hart Kevin Hart (laughs) so I was scrolling through my Instagram casually and I was like "Geez, there's Kevin Hart haven't seen him in a while well he said he is the dumbest man alive because he's landed himself in a wheelchair so he was basically trying to do and I quote some young man stuff hang on let (laughs) Kevin Hart listen to the pain in him right now ladies and gentlemen the age 40 is real to all my men women out there that are 40 years old and above uh, it's not a game respect that age respect that age or that age will will make you respect it i was just forced to respect it i'm in a wheelchair why well because i tried to jump out there try to go out there and do some young uh, some young man stuff and i was told to sit my ass down honestly so what <laughs> happened so him and his pal um he actually stephen ridley he's a former nfl running back so where kevin he was half the height of him. which means I assume half the leg length as well. I don't know what he thought he was doing, but they raced after a night out together. And another one of their friends that was there, I think his name is Ron Everline or something, he put up the actual video, which I watched on repeat, and I laughed. He actually was doing really well for the first couple of seconds, but you can see in the video the moment, I think, was like everything just tore from the waist down (laughs) on him. Now, it sounds savage, like he's in bits. And you can just see it in his eyes. He's like, no, what have I done? But his friend posted on his Instagram and I laughed. He goes, you wrote, your mouth wrote a check your ass couldn't cash. And I (laughs) laughed. So they've no sympathy for him at all. But he is in a wheelchair for the foreseeable future (laughs) until everything patches itself up again. But I will say, right, not to be like ageist or anything at all, um... I think it was like the runner's world came out and they were like, Kevin, not going to lie, it's nothing to do with you being in your 40s. I bet you, you just didn't warm up. And I would say that is probably correct because it was just after a night out.
1: I obviously don't know what it's like to be in your 40s, my 30s, but my my mind still thinks that I'm in my early 20s where you can just give everything a lash. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where you don't really have to mind yourself yeah. too much. You're like, I'm aiming for that. That's no problem at all. I work out all the time. Um, but this week... I put my back out, cleaning the bathtub. No, I bent over a bit too abruptly, and oh, I couldn't. Bad. I couldn't get back up again, Ellen. Like I'm sitting a bit wonky here today. I am booked in with the chiropractor tomorrow. Oh no, because I
0: haven't stretched. That's hitting you a lot sooner than I thought it was gonna. Who <laughs> are you telling? Sunday service with Laura Fox on Two FM. Yes,
1: I'm joined in studio by the one and only gorgeous fabulous Miss Ellen Leonard our culture vulture she does a roundup of all the best celebrity stories of the week celebrity gossip stories let's be completely realistic (laughs) and we just like to enjoy them this one I
0: am thoroughly into shoot so Gordon Ramsay has refused to let his kids fly first class with him right so we're going to get into this he's five kids and their age range is from 25 to 4 And he's basically decided, like, and he's always been strict on them now in fairness because he wants them to work hard and he doesn't want them to be spoiled. But he's come out and said, why would I spend my hard-earned cash on letting a four-year-old sit in first class? I don't want them getting used to those big comfy seats that they haven't worked for. So he's put the foot down and he's like, yous can sit in the back with everyone else. But... Okay, so... I think he's right. uh, Look, but his four-year-old... So what's his four-year-old do? Like,
1: a four is very young to be just sitting down the back. But then, (laughs) does a 25-year-old have to mind the four-year-old? Where's the four-year-old going to go on a plane? He's grand. But I... See, my thing, right? I, my younger sister, I've said this before, she's 11 years younger than me. My younger brother's 10 years younger than me. They're Irish twins, right? It always fell on me when I was oh, younger no. that I had to be the one to mind them for this very reason. This is hitting a nerve Yeah. so. So it was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that now because they, they don't need to get used to this lap of luxury, yet the other child is going to have to mind them. That's where my issue lies with this. Yeah,
0: fair. And that probably is exactly, because him and his wife will go up in first class. Now, he's not completely mean. Like, he's like, I'm going to give them all a 25% deposit for their flat and I'll help them out that way but all this like unnecessary like luxury and extravagance absolutely not like in fairness to Gordon Ramsay he's not where he is today like the most famous celebrity chef he went and did his diploma he moved to London he trained under Marco Pierre White he went to Paris he trained under chefs there like he worked so hard and he's like I'm not handing them anything that they haven't worked for so like I agree to a certain extent now I'm sure they have the best Clothes and the best of everything, but it's the big chunky things that, for the likes of you know, us would be a once in a lifetime experience. He's like, You're not getting that on a regular basis. And I
1: love this, and I think it's so amazing. It's like, Yeah, okay, you're not going to get used to first class. Uh, but I kind of, as as a person who doesn't have children, who would very much be like, I'll do the exact same thing. I think I would melt, and I'd be like, No, I don't want them down the back by themselves. Bring them up here with me, especially the little four year olds. Would you, know. you? Well, like that's. So what if I think you I had do. it, but then, would you? Sorry, in, in, but in saying this, on the flip side of things, if I was in first class and there was a four year old sitting beside me, I'd be like, Hang on yeah. a second.
0: Yeah, I want then to they lie know no flat. other way of life yeah. either.
1: It's a slippery slope. This is what I said for years about camping on a festival that I would never go glamping until I knew I could commit to it for the rest of my <laughs> life. So I did 12 years of camping in the rough until I knew, okay, I can afford a glamp from now on, right? Because you can't go back. You can't, can't go back of it. You can't
0: go back from these things. Where do you fall? I'm assuming you're going to say down the back with you. I would do for first class, absolutely. But I get them, you know, nice bits and pieces, but I wouldn't have them up in first class. Even if I had it, I don't think it's a good precedent to set. They'd no. have me pestered.
1: All hail Gordon Ramsay. He is, he's in the past bucket forever. I love him so much. He can do what he wants. Uh, Next story, because this one shot through me like nothing else. I can't cope.
0: And I need you to tell me all about it since you gave us a teaser of it.
1: Fire Festival 2.0.
0: 2.0. Who thought we'd see the day? Um, So, Billy McFarland was the OG organiser of the first Fire Festival. Now, Billy's only been recently released from prison. Because he was done for fraud, because he basically scammed people out of thousands and thousands of dollars. And if you don't know about it, basically they went to this Caribbean island. They were promised like a world full of possibilities, music, arts, food, the best of the best. Kendall Jenner was promoting it. They went, it was like downpour, brutal tense, like ham and cheese. Actually, I don't even think he got the ham cheese sandwiches. It was desperate no music like it was so bad and people were like stranded there pretty much he dug a hole for himself there is the firefest doc on
1: Netflix I'm sure a lot of people have watched that because we inhaled that during the <laughs> pandemic but it, it, it wasn't even just the people who had paid a substantial amount of money to fly out and then get stranded and then it got very dangerous out mm-hmm. there it's also the people on this Caribbean island who had to open up their homes and their shops and they lost out yep. on thousands and thousands because there were so many GoFundMes to get people back there. Their money from what they put into it from this guy who is very delusional. Yeah. So let's move on to fire festival. So
0: he's come on to his TikTok. He's twelve point nine thousand TikTok followers since I looked at it earlier today, and he was like, "I'm back." While I was in prison, I wrote fifty pages of the best plan I've ever had. Um, the first phase of the fire festival tickets have sold out. They're four hundred fifty-eight euro. We've six thousand nine hundred people on the waiting list. Hang on. Let's let Billy tell us himself.
1: And finally, today we were announcing Fire Festival 2. We spoke to people as far away as the Middle East and South America, and ultimately we decided that Fire Festival 2 is coming back to the Caribbean. What? We are targeting Fire Festival 2 for the end of next year, and in the meantime, we'll be doing pop ups and events across the world. Oh my, oh my God.
0: Tight turnaround as well, the end of next year. Next year. You're not giving yourself a whole lot of time to pull
1: this together, because surely all the mistakes you made the last time can't just be rectified overnight I don't know how
0: he's being let do this he's come out with merch and he's like if you buy my fire Festival hat I'll enter you into a draw to win tickets like the whole thing is bizarre like this to me seems like just a man with a phone and a camera and he's up to no good again like it just I I would if you're up want to go proceed with caution because you know one spit and blah 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 whatever so I hope he doesn't plan on fooling people again like these are going to go up to $8,000 these tickets what? Yeah, they go up to from eight hundred to eight thousand dollars, and apparently he's six thousand nine hundred people on the waiting list. Now, I'd like to see this with my own eyes. To be fair, it. you'd probably throw yourself in a waiting list just to see
1: what possibilities are being offered. You know what I mean? Like the when you get through the, the whatever the paywall is, wherever they're being sold. Yeah. Like, what are the options? What happens from four fifty up to eight grand? What is being included in that? I'd like to have a little goo. Uh, and see what it says. On the other side, he has done this once before and failed miserably uh, to the point that, like, people were in actual danger.
0: Yeah. Who... Is investing in this and who is backing it. This is it? He said he's waiting on his partner. He's going to do a big announcement, so we may wait and see who is actually going to put their name to this. But I would be surprised if it goes ahead. And that, like, even the fact he's allowed get this far is baffling. To be honest, can't wait
1: for Firefest 2.0 on Netflix because <laughs> it's already a disaster. And Leonard, thank you so much. We will see you again next thank week. You.
0: Sunday service with Laura Fox on 2FM.